It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. On today's Smart 7, Rishi continues with Trans Teen Row, Tucker Carlson chats to Vladimir, and lots more. It's Friday 9th of February, it's National Pizza Day, and happy birthday, Tom Hiddlestone. The Smart 7. It's news, but not for news. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak continued to refuse to make an apology to the parents of murdered trans teenager Brianna Jay on Thursday. It was day two of the row, which started when he made an ill-judged joke during Prime Minister's question time and then doubled down, pointing the finger at those complaining and saying it was sad and wrong to make a link between his joke and the teen. Brianna's father has called for an apology after what he called dehumanising remarks and leader of the House of Commons Penny Mordaunt weighed in with an appeal for Rishi to reconsider. The Prime Minister is a good and caring man. I'm sure that he has reflected on things, but I'm sure he is also reflecting about people who are trans or who have trans loved ones and family, some of whom sit on these green benches. It wasn't a great day for Labour either, as they had to finally announce they would in fact step down their £28 billion green plan after relentless Tory attacks. The Green Prosperity Plan is now priced at £15 billion, but only £5 billion of that is new investment. Labour's former Shadow Energy and Climate Change Secretary Barry Gardner is not impressed. If you make it so bland that you stand for nothing, then the opposition, the government, will actually write your policies for you and they can paint their own picture. So I think politically it's strategically incompetent. Early on Friday morning, former Fox News presenter Tucker Carlson sat down for a face-to-face interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Tucker, who was fired in part for his role in the Fox News election fraud lawsuit, has been presenting a long-form interview show on X, much to the delight of owner Elon Musk. Even before he sat down with Putin, real journalists were warning that the interview would be nothing more than Russian propaganda, and former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton says there's a reason that Vlad was happy to sit down with Tucker. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. The actual interview saw Carlson fawning over the dictator in a rambling two-hour talk which kicked off with a history lesson from Putin. Are we having a talk show or a serious conversation? (laughs) Here's the quote. (laughs) Thank you. It's a formidable serious talk. Because your basic education is in history as far as I understand. Yes. There was some faint sign of good news for Ukraine on Thursday night as the US Senate voted to start work on a new aid bill for Ukraine and Israel. It followed the collapse of a bipartisan attempt to bundle together aid and new US border legislation. The aid could still take a long time and Ukraine is increasingly struggling with shortages of ammunition and the relentless attacks from Russia's numerically superior forces. President Zelensky did finally make a major move, however, putting 10 days of speculation to rest as he replaced his top commander Valery Zaluzhny. He'd reportedly asked him 
him to resign, but the general refused and so was sacked. He'll be replaced by commander of land forces, Oleksandr Sirsky. I am grateful to General Zaluzny for two years of defense. I appreciate every victory we have achieved together, thanks to all the Ukrainian warriors who are heroically bearing the brunt of this war. It won't please Donald Trump, but Joe Biden has been cleared of any charges relating to his retention of classified documents. He had a number of items which dated back to his time as vice president, and the special prosecutor said there was no evidence of criminal intent. Thursday saw his opponent, Donald Trump, and one of his legal team facing the Supreme Court as they challenged a court decision in Colorado that saw him kicked off the ballot for inciting insurrection in violation of the 14th Amendment. SCOTUS seemed sceptical about the argument from Colorado and also concerned that it could spark tit-for-tat lawsuits between Democrat candidates and Republican states. Trump's legal team didn't exactly nail their argument either, though, with Jonathan Mitchell tying himself in knots to get his client off the hook. For an insurrection, there needs to be an organized, concerted effort to overthrow the government of the United States through violence. And so Riot the point is that a chaotic effort to overthrow the government is not an insurrection? No, none of these criteria were met. This was a riot. It was not an insurrection. The events were shameful, criminal, but did not qualify as insurrection, as that term is used in Section 3. Still to come on the Smile 7, Dakota says she's no Nepo baby, and England get ready for Welsh dragons. Right after this... Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back. This weekend sees the second round of this year's Six Nations Rugby. There were a few upsets in round one, with Ireland beating France in France by a record score, while Scotland managed to beat Wales in Wales by a single point. England's opening game saw a few scares against Italy, but they came away 27-24 winners. This weekend's game against Wales, though, could be a much tougher prospect. Coach Steve Borthwick says his lads are ready for the challenge. We'd certainly expect, with the Wales performance in that second half, we expect them to be delivering that, that standard. And I think start the tournament, there are mistakes. Through the game, the team looked better and better, looked more and more cohesive. So we expect the very, very best version of a very good Welsh, Welsh team. Dakota Johnson has been out and about, promoting her new superhero movie, Madame Web. It takes place in the Sony Spider-Man universe and also stars Sydney Sweeney. Dakota's been chatting about making her first movie with so much CGI. She also took time to give out about a lack of creativity in the industry and explain how bored she is of the Nepo baby discourse. She's firmly in Nepo baby territory, though, as an actress child of actors Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. But she says the reality is her dad didn't want her to get into acting at all, so much so that he cut her off. He said to all of us, he calls it the payroll, which I, I'm like, OK, it's an allowance. But he, he said, if you go to college, you still get an allowance. And I was like, well, I'm going to be an actress. So he was like, all right, well, you're on your own. Yeah, I definitely she... like had moments where I couldn't afford groceries and things like that and needed to ask my mom to help me. <laughs> she was the nice one. <laughs> one. 
There's a new comedy thriller movie on the way from writer and director Ethan Cohen that was originally pitched in 2007 under the name Drive Away Dykes. Things have obviously moved on since then, and the new title is Drive Away Dolls. The story is centred on Jamie, played by Margaret Qualley, who's just broken up with her girlfriend and decides to hit the road with best friend Marion to loosen up. Things take several twists and turns as they accidentally cross paths with a criminal gang. It's got a great cast, including Pedro Pascal, Coleman Domingo, Matt Damon and even Miley Cyrus. It hits cinemas on February 23rd. Those girls just drove off with something we need. We gotta call the cops. Cool your jets. Here's what we do. Sell it back. Shake them down. That is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I'm a cop. Yeah, baby. Who are you? Save the sanctimony and hand over the million smackers. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.